And joining us right now in the studio, he is the president of High Ground Consultants, Chuck Coughlin, to react to. But there's a lot going on in the world of politics <laughs> right now. It's like, you want to flip a coin? Where do you want to start? Hey, by the way, we're voting on uh, the impeachment of, of a president day for only the third time in our nation's history. Who, who even That's can about think the about fifth that? biggest story, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is that happening today? Where does that even fit? Where's that fit in the Twitter feed? Yeah. Chuck, I want to get your, your thoughts, though, on last night's State of the Union speech. Nobody's talking about what was said. All right. What people no. are talking about, what was done or what wasn't done. Yes. The president did not saw, did not shake Speaker Pelosi's hand and Speaker Pelosi tore up the president's speech. Yes. Uh, it- who's who's childish in this? Everyone. Thank I you. mean, it's like it's like this is not a lesson we want to if any of us have we have kids go. Oh, yeah. Let's teach our kids to behave this way. Ouch. Let's go in and be, they'd get a time out if they acted like exactly. You yeah. put them in the corner and, and you'd say, hey, we did this together. I mean, there's so many management lessons you lead. There's so many like faith based lessons you lead, you have in life that that are polit- they, they're not currently translating into our current political mm. system. And we, they haven't for a while. They haven't. We're we're going through a period in American life where there isn't there isn't a role model we want to point to uh, at that level that is saying, God, that's good behavior. Right, right, wrong or indifferent. I wonder if anybody remembers anything that Trump said last night as opposed to the visuals. Do you remember oh. the snub or the rip? Do you remember the uh, the the servicemen coming home? Do you remember? Oh, yeah. you, you yeah. remember the visuals? Rush you Limbaugh getting the presidential, getting presidential medal, freedom. The, the, you know the, the the young girl getting her scholarship. Right, but does I mean, anybody remember reality what he said? TV? It was absolutely reality. No, show. I mean I, I it was halftime of an I, NFL I, if game. If I put music behind it, I'd put trumpets behind him, and every time the camera went to the to the crowd, I'd put soft violin music. Right? <laughs> you know, and, and I get all of this, guys, and you, you you've nailed it. The, the the president is not a businessman. He is a showman. And that was evident last night in the State of the Union. And I agree with you, Marketing Chuck. Marketing genius. Again, we've got Chuck Coughlin, president of High Ground Consultants and a Republican strategist in with us right now. Um, but while we would not accept this behavior from our children, no. and as I said in the, you know, in the last hour, if you are an administrator at any high school and you were responsible for student government and you had two high schoolers behave like this, somebody's getting detention <laughs> because, you know, this is not no. okay. No. But the, this, isn't, this isn't high school. This isn't your the home. Leader of the free world. These are the, these are the people <laughs> that are, you know, are responsible for our government and, like you said, the leader of the free world. I'm like, are you concerned as to what it looks like, what what this country looks like come November? Because Pelosi's taken off the gloves. Democrats are taken off the gloves. You're seeing that they're no longer playing nice here. I, I wrote a blog at the end of the year going, America should prepare itself for this onslaught. Yeah. And I, I compared that to the, the, the Sermon on the Mount. Okay. These very two different places. Said As we go through 2020, we should reflect on well, these words. And that's the, Humility, kindness. I wish you we're not going to see that. No, you're not going to see it. We're not going to see that. Because we just, know that. The, the, I mean, the, we do know that. The speech yesterday is, is a, a Rorschach test in and of itself. Yeah. That what did you see? Did you see Trump you snub to. the handshake or did you see Pelosi rip it up? And, and then you infer all this other stuff into it. And people have already divided themselves into these camps. And they were in those camps 
before the speech. Right. I don't know it's if anybody true. was swayed by what they saw last no. night. It's it's the idol. It's everybody's got their little idol that that they're worshiping to, and that's what that is. And as long as the economy is rolling underneath this president, which it, it is, is, I mean. I I I had to, I you know I had the opportunity to work for a governor brewer when maybe the economy wasn't going so great. Right. It was very very hard, a tough time, and very tough times. Mm-hmm. He, this president and uh, our country has been blessed, and I know politicians love to say, "Oh, that's all because of me." Of course, well, they we do. all know that. You know, b- remember Bill Clinton's line: "It's the economy, stupid." When he when he beat mm-hmm. first Bush, right? I mean, it's it, when it, it goes up, uh, you take credit. Suffering. When it I mean, goes down. You it's know this the other guy's the fault. America, America. Yeah. We, we focus on what we're interested in. Sure. And so they're feeding that. And, and the president's narrative last night, out of the park. Best speech of he, that he's ever given, in my opinion. Uh, he didn't talk about impeachment. I lost a bet last night on oh, that. I was like, I, I thought for sure he couldn't. But you said he I mean, had to. I get back to the point where I don't think anybody remembers anything he said. That, but he. So that's the best speech he ever gave. Well, it's the best speech he ever <laughs> visually because one that ta- they can't remember. Well, anything but he, he talked said. about the state of the economy and he made America feel good. It's you know we started with this with this whole thing about you know the the make America great again. Now we're going to hear from now until November about the American come. Backstory. Okay. That's going to be the talking point. Yeah, but I think another thing that the the people listening right now are interested in and care about, because like you said, Chuck, again, we've got Chuck Coughlin here, Republican strategist with, with uh, president of High Ground Consultant. People are selfish. Yep. How does this impact mm. me? What does this mean to me? me. How, how can this benefit me? And, and I got to tell you, I don't really remember anything that the president said last night no. except for this. Here's what he said, and I take exception to it. I've also made an ironclad pledge to American families. We will always protect patients with pre-existing conditions. Why are you laughing? Uh, no, you're not. No, you're Chuck, not. Why are you Actually, he's, su- he's suing yes. in federal court right now yes. to take that away. He's right. lying. I mean, like, literally, literally when, when you talk, oh, but he's second. got another proposal. When, when you yeah. talk about the, the nuances of the economy, <laughs> right. right? Everybody, right. every president takes credit for yeah, it, right. and if it goes in the tank, it's not my responsibility. The other guy did it. We can have nuanced conversations about that, and that is the Rorschach test. Right. You know, like, what do you see here? That's a bold-faced lie, right? And and I think that that is something <laughs> that again, folks, he's a Republican but, strategist. Bold-faced huh. lie that people need to understand. But I went through I went through the New York Times feed today on the fact check on it, right? Oh, okay. Most of it was they called that out as a absolute falsehood, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But most of it was needs perspective. <laughs> needs, you know, there was there was yeah. some absolute truth and some absolute a lot of fal- gray. Which you, hey, it's but politics. That's way, absolutely, well, it's this guy too. It's the it's you, you know it's this is he's a marketing guy. He's not a policy guy. So it, it needs perspective. There were some things on both sides of that equation, and quite frankly, there's things that the Democrats say at the same time. Sure, I mean, the but they're not the ones. I thought did a great job, but she's arguing on the margins that most Americans haven't experienced the economic comeback at the margins of society. Well, more so than any other time in the country, we are. That that's demonstrably Needs perspective true. or whatever. Perspective. <laughs> I want to get your perspective on something else that Needs happened because as you bring Democrats in, into this mix, um, I do agree with you that both Speaker Pelosi and President Trump were childish last night, and they should have gone to the respective corners and yeah. gotten a timeout. But there was an adult in the room, and that adult is from Arizona. 
Arizona, Arizona Senator Kirsten Cinema, when they talked about the economy and when the president talked about opportunity zones, she stood up in her blue dress and she clapped. My question to you, does that help or hurt her in Arizona? I think it helps her. I think she ran her campaign uh, for Senate as not being really a Democrat, not being really a Republican. I'm an Arizonan. She was wearing purple last night. I saw it as purple, not blue. blue. Yeah, okay. yeah, purple, yeah. blue. Is this one of those and, dress things? Yeah. Is the dress gold or is the dress pr- <laughs> uh, okay. But she she is narrating and she stood up when they applauded uh, 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 low, low unemployment. Uh, right. Low unemployment. She uh, Two legislative, the criminal justice stuff and uh, uh, the other tax uh, reform uh, measure that Tim Scott is doing uh, opportunity. in the Senate. Opportunity zones. Opportunity zones. Yeah, which she, um, which the, which she was a bipartisan and measure. And she stood up on vocational training and vocational education. You know, and the camera caught her. I mean, she they they went to her. They were it's kind of hard to miss her in that dress. Well, there is a, and yeah. that's intentional, too, because Agreed. the rest of the Democratic was wearing the white, white. White, 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 white suffragette. It was a whiteout. I was like, is that a surrender flag? I mean, Ouch. <laughs> I like, okay, so it, you say it benefits her here in Arizona. She's not running for election anytime soon. You know who is, though? Martha McSally. Does Kirsten Cinema behaving like that help or hurt Senator Ooh. McSally in her reelection? Well, I'll tell you the person who I was most concerned, uh, if I was concerned last night about in Arizona, would be Mark Kelly. Because what I got a message out of that campaign was, he's going to be out here, people. Trump is. Trump's going to be out here. And he's going to be talking about this economic message. And he's going to be talking about team sport. Hey, I got a gal on my team here. Yep. We've got, we know what these teams look like. That team looks like Team Pelosi and the and the socialist. I mean, God, he had Juan Guaido from Venezuela there last night, and he had all this you know nar- socialist narrative yeah. going on. And he goes, "You want that, or do you want you know?" And so we're going to see him. We're going to see a lot of him. We saw him talk about the Tuskegee Airmen and his son, who was from Arizona. We had the Mueller family that was there last night. We're going to see more of that. I mean, he's going to be out here, people, and that that's going to – if you're – Kelly's been running this sort of, you know, 100,000-foot view campaign and yeah. staying above the fray. Good for him. Well, is he going to be able to maintain that as the as the burners get heated up in this election? I think it's interesting, though, and and, and let's continue that discussion. Take a look at the Senate race here uh, and the the challenges that both sides have, and yeah. the impact that Trump will have because there is an argument that <laughs> McSally's campaign said they said one of the reasons they lost against Cinema was being too close to Trump. Why does that change in 2020? We'll talk with Chuck Coughlin, the president of High Ground Consultants, about that. Bruce St. James and Pamela Hughes. He's Chuck Coughlin, the president of High Ground Consultants in here, a Republican strategist, worked with and for many high politicians around the around the, the state knows how this game works and it is a game panel. yeah you know what and we're going to see the game play out in in full technicolor and pixelated here in Arizona with the Senate race that's coming up. Chuck, you talked about how we would expect the president to be making several trips out to Arizona in this upcoming election season but let's switch gears a bit and, and talk about what happened or didn't happen in Iowa. It looks right now like Mayor Pete uh, has a, a slight lead over you know Bernie Sanders 
and there's an app for that. No, there isn't. I mean, it was just a mess. Oh, my gosh. It was like if, a, you know, it, it's that old high school philosophy question, you know, if a tree falls in the forest and there's no one there to hear it, did it did it make any noise? Well, did it, it really even fall? My point is that if... Iowa didn't happen. Right. If, and you're like, where's oh, the bump? Where There's no bump here. Yeah. If Mayor Pete actually won, and, and again, there's still some votes to be counted, he's currently ahead of... Bernie Sanders by a little bit. Mm -hmm. But if Mayor Pete won, he's the big loser because he actually would have won Iowa and he didn't get the headline, uh, you know, in the newspaper. Which tells you that this where the Bloomberg we're talking about this, you know, where where the Bloomberg strategy of really launching it on Super Tuesday may prove valuable here because they may conclude by the time they get into there. Because, you know, I assume Bernie will win New Hampshire. I assume the president or uh, vice president Biden will win uh, South Carolina. But all of this will be muddy. It'll all be really, really muddy. And the party itself is going to have to ask the question to get to 1,900 delegates. You could keep you could keep going after Super Tuesday all the way till April. This would be a like you know, Russian front slog for the Democratic <laughs> ticket Russian where front. it's just, you know, where the German dun, army just dun, gets exas- dun, exhausted dun, itself dun, dun, on the field of battle. And then, they, you know, they get there and they get turned back because there's no distinct, clear narrative coming out of this. There is no distinct narrative. And when we talk about Buttigieg taking, uh, it looks like right now, Iowa, I was surprised. Yeah. I thought he'd be competitive. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't think he'd take the lead. What are you making from that? Um, that that we were talking about the narrative earlier that w- that we thought was good for Kirsten. He's the closest candidate to me that is mirroring that imaging. Oh. He he has the sense of independence. And um, not- the sense of a little higher that it's not just about politics. It's about us. It's not about being Democrat. About being Republican. Mm. It's a, a higher narrative. He's got a, you know he can speak five languages. Military he, background. He knows the book, the old the the Bible better than anybody. Yeah. Uh, on the ticket, he can speak to people about you know the notion that there is no one righteous. No, there are no righteous. So we we, we don't we don't win by vilifying people. I think we, he's also he might be the only one that's not a millionaire. And, and I mean he, I'm yeah. not exaggerating. I, he, he I mean all things that, you know, I I'm, I'm attracted to and yeah. I think in a candidate I could see that in a general election. How the heck does he get through a Democratic uh, primary with it's that? It's a long, long slog, man. And and at the end, it's no. There's no clear. You know, there, you, are you going to wait to the convention to have like this unifying moment where everybody comes together? I mean, uh, while 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 Trump is running around the country having these rallies, talking about how gr- the American comeback story and these people aren't for us. You know what? We've got so much politics that is happening this week. We could have you on for an hour, but I know that we only <laughs> yeah. have like two more minutes. So I do want to get your thoughts on what's happening here today. And yes, folks, it's like falling back to like the B segment of, of any news story. And that is the president is going to be acquitted in the Senate. today. That way. is what we are expecting. What I find interesting, Chuck, again, we've got Chuck Coughlin, president of High Ground Consultant and a Republican strategist in with us right now is that Gallup came out with a mm-hmm. poll and the president's approval rating is about 49%. It's 
it's pretty high for him. You know, high water. Yeah. yeah. Well, but I mean, it's, uh, we're getting it's into dropped. a high water right, mark right, right. for him at this point in time. And this is in the wake of an impeachment, impeachment. trial. It didn't hurt him. Yes. It didn't hurt him. So what can you deduce from that moving forward in this this year in an election cycle? I think the narrative that you're going to hear, and I, I'm suspecting that there will be Democrats today that aren't going to vote to impeach as well. Is that one from Arizona? Um, I don't think so. You think uh, she votes uh, to acquit? I, uh, no, or not, not to acquit, I, I, she votes to convict? At least on one count. We're talking obviously about Kirsten Sinema. She may yeah. split her vote. But like Joe Manchin from West Virginia, yeah, there'll be joking. people. Because I think the narrative that at least is one out here, and again, this goes back to that there's no one righteous, is that he he did, this is a boneheaded move to talk to the uh, Ukrainians about intervening in our elections. It was a dumb move. It, it was a misuse of authority. But it's not an impeachable offense. But see, it's not I can argue that is a consistent. I would argue that is a consistent principle stance. And I think you'll hear that a lot today. Mitch McConnell said they didn't prove anything. Yeah, I know that is an unprincipled well, stance. <laughs> if you say they didn't prove anything, but I refuse to listen to anybody that, else that can prove it. You can listen to Fox News. You're going to hear a lot of that. Yeah, and you're listening. To it's CNN, one or the other. Hear the other. Side. It's okay. one or the other. Right. So you're going to have to make up your own mind. Chuck yeah. Coughlin, thanks for helping tell us what's on your mind. Well, President of High fun. Ground Consultant, Republican strategist. A lot to talk about politically. Great theater. 